Hello everyone, my name is James, and I want to personally welcome you to my show. You know what I love? We're not here to talk about audiobooks or voiceovers, but instead I figured, how cool would it be if I invite my friends onto the show and talk about all of the things that we hold dear to our hearts? And so, together, we're going to answer the question, you know what I love? So come on, join us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of You Know What I Love. This will be the final episode within just this theme that revolves around smoking pipes, tobacco pipes, um, and likewise pipe tobacco, and all of the related elements that go with it. I guess you could really call it a season, but just kind of like a theme, if you will. So to finalize this theme, I've got my buddy Bradley on board, who also has been a pipe smoker for a few years. But not just a smoker of pipes, but also a builder of pipe racks. And so we're going to dive in and talk to him a little bit more in detail about that. So for all 10 and 20 of you that may be listening, open up your ears. Bradley's got some wisdom to share. Bradley, give a nice hearty welcome to all of the 10s and 20s that are listening. Hello, how are you? You'll probably get more. You'll probably five or six more once I share it around to all my friends. So you're probably looking at 25, 26. Awesome. Yeah, actually, last I checked, um, the majority of the listeners obviously came from the U.S., but this really cool thing, you can see the diagram from around the world as to the percentage of your listeners. I even have people from Uganda listening to the show, which is really cool. Interesting. Yeah. So to start things off, number one, how long have you been smoking tobacco pipes? I think since 2017, so five years. Okay. Nice. What was your inspiration or or was there any kind of like draw or hook that said, you know what? I want to give tobacco pipes a try. What what was that for you? Uh, It was the local brick and mortar I go to. Uh, There was a guy that ran the place who was big in the pipes and cigars. So I started out with cigars. Okay. And just hanging out with him, talking to him. He convinced me to buy a pipe. So I started out with a corn cob. I bought a few tins of tobacco to try out, and it just sort of spiraled out of control from there. Nice. What was the uh, first blend you bought to go with your corn cob? Do you remember? I think it was Orlick Dark Strong Kentucky. But I also remember getting one called Purple Cow from Cornell and Deal. Purple and that cow. one, yeah, it's it's got Latakia in it, so I wasn't a huge fan. So it sort of turned me off from pipe smoking for a while. Okay. And why is that? Um, I just hate the taste and smell of Latakia. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, I've only been in the pipe smoking world for less than a year, going back uh, since June. And I don't know if I can pick up Latakia right off the bat if, if I you know knew what I was looking for, because I've just had blended uh, stuff that contains Latakia. What is the flavor profile of that? I would think it depends on who you ask, but to me, it's just it's just really sour tasting. It smells like a campfire, which I don't mind the smell. Mm-hmm. It's just the taste of it. It just doesn't agree with me. Gotcha. I've tried it in several different blends over the years to see if my taste has changed. And it, like the smallest percentage in a blend, I can pick it up. And it. Fair enough. 
So with pipe smoking for five years, that leads us to the next question. Um, what about building the actual racks to hold those uh, tobacco pipes? Uh, when did that start? Uh, or was it just kind of like a little bit afterwards? Or was it a new project? Talk to me about that. That started this year, okay. I think in April or May. Uh, before this, I made, or I still make them, but I made just tinkering around the garage uh, workshop these tobacco trays where you can break up your tobacco, pack your pipe, anything left over, you can scrape off back into your jar, whatever. You can carry your pipes around on it, whatever you want. So I was making those for a while, and just by word of mouth, it got around, and people were requesting custom ones with cool inlays and stuff, and then one guy got one with the Eagle globe and anchor on it for, mm. cause he's a Marine, right? Former Marine. Uh, and then once he got it, I guess he liked it so much. He asked me if I could make him a pipe rack. And I was, uh, I've never made a pipe rack. I don't know. I could probably do it. He sent me a picture of one that he wanted. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, let me give it a shot. And you know, you, you could be the test dummy. <laughs> um, so, the picture he sent, I, I, I mean, I told him, yeah, I'm not going to make it exactly like it. I'm going to do a, an exact replica of this other guy's rack. So I made it look similar, not exactly alike. And shipped it out to him, and he loved it. And so once I posted a picture of that on Instagram, it was, it's been somewhat nonstop since then. Fantastic. So you mentioned um, a shop out in your garage is it safe to assume there that you've been working with wood for quite a long time i have um uh, i'd say it goes back i think i first started when i was maybe 14 or 15 oh dang okay uh do you remember those during christmas you could build uh, see those wooden reindeer yeah like together so it was it's kind of strange. My grandparents lived next to us growing up, so we were always over there. And she came home. My grandma came home with a set of one of those one day. I was like, "Bradley, I need you to make me another one, another set." And I was like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" She's like, "Oh, your grandpa's got all the tools you'll need." And so she had all. She already had the plywood bought and all this. So right, I go out there and there's a jigsaw and a scroll saw. Never used either of these tools. So I just, you know, my granddad showed me, you know, for a few minutes how to use each saw and I was off. And I would stay out there for, you know, I'd get home from school and just, I'd normally like be playing baseball or football or something. I would just go straight to his shed and work until it got dark and, you know, just made a little money. I thought I was rich. Oh, that's so you cool. Know, it was and then after that, uh, I took a pretty long hiatus, you know, I was, yeah, I couldn't drive it. So 14 or 15, and I didn't get back into it until maybe I was like 26. Okay. After I bought my first house, I had a garage that I turned into a workshop. Then I moved up to North Georgia, got a house and, and closed in the carport, uh, built a workshop in there. And moved again recently. Now I'm in a basement workshop, so I don't like the move. But um, yeah, it's it's <laughs> followed me. I've kept most of my you know good tools and stuff, so I'm gonna keep going after it. That's fantastic. So, given your, I would 
it's a passion for woodworking and now likewise building pipe racks. Um, do you always use the same type of wood for each project? Not always. I typically stick to two different types, like cherry and walnut. Okay. Cherry and walnut. So I'll, sometimes I'll throw maple in. But for the racks, it, it seems to be the darker woods, like the walnuts, seem to be more attractive to customers. Okay. Because most pipes are that color and they sort of blend in. Uh, some people like maple, so if they want maple, I'll make it. Uh, and it's, it's, I use those because they're easy to get. They're not crazy expensive. I can I buy stuff from a, a family-owned mill. I think they're in Wisconsin. But, um, and they ship the wood to you, and it's ready to go. You don't have to do anything to it. Oh, wow. That's handy. Yeah. It's, it's worth the extra few dollars. Oh, yeah. I'd say so. Having to break it all down myself. Well, fantastic. So you use cherry or walnut, and you said sometimes maple. Yeah. Um, are there some types of wood that are better for building, or do you just kind of stick to those three mainly because of the color dynamics? Um, I'd say for, for just the racks themselves, I wouldn't say any sort of wood would be worse off than what I'm using. And, um, but you nailed it. Yeah, the color dynamics is right in there with price is, you know, what draws me to those. Gotcha. Well, that would make sense. I, that actually rings true with what I remember back when I tried to work in the world of sales. Uh, there was this book that they passed around called the, the Little Red Book of Selling. And uh, two things rang true and still resonate. Well, not resonate, but they've imprinted upon me and I've never forgotten them. One was um, that people don't like to be sold, but they love to buy. And then two is that people love to shop with their eyes first. So if it looks appealing, then they're going to show more interest and go further. So yeah, it, it would make sense that you want to go for the color dynamic. Yeah, and I like to <clears throat> build things that I would put in my house or I would use, which... The one behind you is sort of there for decoration right now because it's hopefully going to be sold here shortly. But okay, it's you know it could stay there forever, and I, it would be fine with me. That's fantastic. All right, let's see. Next one. What is the biggest project you've ever had to take on? This one. Um, this was back when I first got back into woodworking. Back. I don't know. A little over 10 years ago, I'd say. Okay. Uh, we were somewhere, my brother and sister-in-law, and there was a, an apothecary cabinet, which if you don't know what they are, it looks kind of like an old card catalog, lots of drawers that are real small. And my, fam or my favorite line is, I can probably make that. <laughs> so it was, I you know, sort of took it on. It ended up being, I think, 17 drawers. 12 Ooh, of them were, wow. Uh, yeah, 12 were the same size, and the next three were a little bit bigger, and there was two big bottom ones. I had nothing. I had, like, crappy tools that couldn't cut straight to save my life. Um, it probably took me three or four months to build it, and most of the time I'd sit in the garage looking at it like, how in the hell am I going to do this? <laughs> and it, uh, I finally got it finished, and it, it's still it's still standing today, so I think I built it all right. But yeah, they still got it in their house. 
I think it's maybe four feet tall by four feet wide. Okay. It was it was one of those like every drawer was built to fit in that slot. Like if you move them around, it's just gonna look crooked. Um it was fun. Never want to do it again though. <laughs> now that may be the answer to the next question. I'm gonna ask it anyway. Has there ever been any rack or project that you absolutely hated? There was some, I, I, the one I'm thinking of, I hated it while I was doing it and when it was done because I knew how not to do it anymore. Mm. It was the first ever uh, pipe tray I made that had an inlay, which if you're listening, an inlay is basically you take wood and you cut out a portion and you put more wood in it. It's a different species of wood. so. This was just a fancy letter S. So I had to cut out an indention in the wood. It's a letter S and then place the, the walnut piece inside it. It was, I went through two or three boards just trying to get the S to fit. And it was, you know, halfway through, I'm like, I'm never going to woodwork again. This is, this sucks. Like, golly. When it was finished and all said and done, I got it perfect. It was, you know, it was worth it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you explained what inlays were because I was clueless. Like, uh, yeah, inlaid. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I have something around here. <clears throat> no, I mean, if you look at my Instagram page, there should be someone, some things on there with inlays. Okay. And then last but not least, what was your favorite and or most memorable project? One that you just went, oh, this is awesome. This is probably my favorite one of all time. Probably it was probably that apothecary cabinet, just because. Okay. Um, well, that one and there's a few end tables that I built for my wife before we got married, and she has a table behind her star sofa that I built. All those just because the people that got them, they're gonna do it. I heard. Try not to ramble on and get off, but um. <laughs> just because they're going to probably keep them forever. And, you know, anytime, you know, someone, hey, where'd you get those tables? Oh, my husband built those or my brother-in-law built that. Right. So that just does it for me, I guess. Just knowing that they're happy with it and um, that it's something they use and they like. That's fantastic. Now, if, uh, or this is actually directed more towards our our fellow pipe smokers out there be they you know listening on podcast or watching us on youtube if they wanted to order a custom pipe rack from you would that be okay and if so where can they go to find you yeah i've got an instagram i've got a facebook um email uh, it's bg woodworks is the instagram you can find anything from there uh it's spelled a little funny it's bg w o o d W O R X. Okay. Awesome. And then what I'll do too, just kind of double your efforts here. I'll make sure that a direct link for your Instagram is included in the description for the show, both in podcast and YouTube as well. Sounds awesome. All righty. Do you have any uh, final parting words of wisdom for the listeners and viewers out there? Not really. Just uh, check out the stuff on Instagram and check out this all these other podcast episodes because they're pretty good so far. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. All right. Bradley, I appreciate your time here. It really means a lot. 
Well, thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. And folks, once again, this will wrap up the theme or section on pipe smoking and therefore tobacco pipes. Next month, we're going to kick off a brand new theme all revolved around music. So if you consider yourself a music aficionado and you want to be on the show, send me a direct message. I'd love to have you on because I'm a music fan as well. So until next time, I look forward to it. And uh, yeah, that'll close us out. Peace be with you. And as they say in show business, that's a wrap. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in this week. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then feel free to message me at wherever you find me on social media at The Voice of James. And until next time, make it happen and make it awesome. <laughs>